What's going on, good people? How, how are you doing? How's everybody doing? Well, it looks like there's been some white students in a Texas school, if you haven't heard about it already, is out here trying to do slave auctions or playing a game in, in regards to slave auctions. And um, I was just thinking to myself, man, I looked at this particular story. I was like, a lot of you kids, you uh, kids in school now, you lucky where we are back in school during your age group. Because um, if that was us now, back in this, the way we were back then, it'll be a problem for you if you ever pull some stunt like that. But anyway, let's take a look at this story here. If some of you guys have heard about it, some of you have not. We're going to get into it. What's the 411? Let's go. Welcome, everybody, to What's the 411? This is the show that keeps you updated on today's and tomorrow's current events. So let's check out what's going on right now. All right, ladies and gentlemen, outrage ensues after Texas students are caught slave trading black classmates in online game. We've gotten almost nowhere as a society. As like I said before, you lucky that my uh, age group didn't go. If we was able to go back into a time travel and come back as kids and your age group right now, coming back to your school, it'll be a whole different ball game. We will make sure you wouldn't be playing games like that with us. So, yeah, let's take it out, man. So Texas parents are outraged after discovering white students were auctioning and trading their black classmates as slaves in a virtual game. All right. The game that was played among Daniel ninth grade campus students in a Snapchat Snapchat group priced black students between a dollar and a hundred dollars. Some of the dialogue included critiquing the hair of a male student who was valued at one dollar. All right. So reports from local Aledo news sites say a student notified school officials of the game. All right. A few weeks after being notified, district officials sent the letter to Aledo ISD parents. There is no room for racism or hatred in the Aledo ISD, period. Using inappropriate, offensive and racially charged language and conduct is completely unacceptable and is prohibited by district policy, said district officials in the April 12 letter. OK. Let's see what we got here. The district went on to explain that an investigation was conducted, which determined racial harassment and cyberbullying were both factors in the incident. The letter continued, this incident has caused tremendous pain for the victims, their families and other students of color and their families. And for that, we are deeply saddened. Parents like Mark Grubb said, uh, say the district's refusal to call the game a clear act of racism. And that's what it is. 
is equally disappointing as the game being played to begin with. So the school acts like they're they're not allowing that, they're not having it, but they always want to come short of calling things what they really are. And so that's why you guys got to call things what they really are, okay? Don't get tricked or sidetracked or side-tricked by calling it or getting side-tricked into calling things another name to lessen the blow. It's all involving white supremacy and it's all involving racism, period. All right. To try to call it these little side names. It's cyberbullying. And it's not cyberbullying if just white kids are playing this game and nobody black knows about it, is doing anything to them. How do you bully somebody who knows nothing, knows they're not getting bullied? So it's not cyberbullying. All right. It's a clear act of racism. And um, if you want to get crazy with it, it can be a clear act of hate crimes. You want to get down with it like that. All right. So and it may also makes me think of um, a recent uh, news story where a black woman was arrested just by just by calling Asians names. All right. This is a pure example right here. A black woman in New York, I believe, was calling, had a little spat with some Asian people. And then it was an Asian um, undercover police officer. And so this black woman was calling names and calling them different types of names and supposedly said something about you brought the uh, coronavirus over to this country. And this lady got arrested solely for calling people names. All right. So you guys got to wake up and see what's going on here. And here you have some students doing this nonsense. And there's no arrest being made. All right. Just keep paying attention to how things is going. All right, because there's a thing I always do. I kind of do it from sometimes month to month or sometimes I look at when it comes to the end of the year, I start reflecting on events that took place during the year. And normally the way things work, went down, whether it was I look at it from a last month thing or a few weeks ago or at the end of the year, I'm looking back, reflecting from the beginning of the year to the end of the year and seeing how events took place and the things that happened, that'll give you an indication of what's going to happen for the next year. So we need to pay attention and be aware of what's going on. Okay, so they're starting a thing where black women or black people, period, if they call Asians any type of name, you're liable to get arrested. All right. And so that's something you guys got to keep mindful about. You're liable to be arrested just by calling people names. Okay. And now you, hear, you see this incident here where these kids is playing some games and it's clear act of racism. All right. It's not cyberbullying. All right. You can even try to roll with the hate crimes thing as well. And um, yet nothing is getting done, is getting looked into or the principals or officials are just giving lip service as to what's going on. All right. So. Let's look into this further. All right. The letter continued. This incident has caused tremendous pain for the victims, their families and other students of color and their families. And for that, we are deeply saddened. Parents like Mark Grubbs say the district's refusal to call the game a clear act of racism is equally disappointing as the game being played to begin with. 
cyber, calling it cyberbullying rather than calling it racism. That is the piece that really gets under my skin, said Grubbs, a parent of three former ISD students. All right. Students involved in the game were disciplined, though the district did not define what steps were taken to punish them, nor how many were involved. All right. Pay attention to stuff like this. OK. All right. Several students face disciplinary action for participating in the slave trade game. People on social media are just as outraged at, uh, just as outraged by the students behavior. OK. And that's that. All right. Let me see here what else we got here. How incredible, how incredibly sad, just gut wrenchingly awful. It's 2021 and we've gotten almost nowhere as a society. It's a Lado. There are a lot of bratty entitled parents in that district. So I'm not surprised. Their families should be so ashamed. But the only thing they'll be upset about is they got caught. At least one person of color was able to chime in with personal experience of living in Parker County, where the school is located. So y'all remember Parker County. All right. When I lived there, it was 13 or point 13 percent black. I'm happy and left. I didn't realize why my parents were so protective of my sister, brother and I. Everything at the school is whitewashed and the students were who were progressives were bullied and the school turns a blind eye. All right. So there you go, man. You have that story right there. Again, it's one of those sickening things. You know what I'm saying? It's ridiculous. Doesn't it make any sense? And as I said before, if this was a situation where that happened when we were in school and they this nonsense was going on, there would be a lot of things going down that um, hasn't gone down now. Okay. There'll be a lot of fights going on to keep it real and keep the 100 with you. All right. There'll be a lot of things going on. So I don't know what's going on with these kids now, um, how they deal with it and the parents. You know, everybody seems to be a little light on things, you know, speaking up is cool. But um, yeah, it just wouldn't go down like that if we were back, if this, if we were back in school and stuff like this was happening. All right. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. I appreciate y'all, man. We're going to come up with some. Gonna come back with some more news again. It's been a lot going on. Um, we have the uh Derek Chauvin, the race soldier trial, getting ready to be wrapped up pretty soon with the uh, jurors in deliberation on Monday. So we'll be keeping an eye on that as well. And um, yeah, we're gonna see what happens. Everybody's ready to turn back up if this uh verdict comes a certain way. All right. So we'll be staying in tune. And with that being said, man, this is what's the 411. And I'm out of here. Peace.